Welcome to I Sell the Sign, a podcast about loving all parts of you the messy, the weird, the stubborn, the airy fairy, and creating a magical, joyful, wonderful, all around, full of miracles life here on earth. I'm Abby Hamble. And I'm Fallon Jay. And we're here to help you stop living life the hard way because all parts of you are welcome here. And we're leaving none of you behind. We, we love, love you. you. Let's get started. Let's get started. All right. So Abby and I are talking about self-love. Yeah, self-love, which I feel like, um, I don't know, like everyone's talking about it, but mm-hmm. it's also so important. But what does it actually mean? Yeah. Like, how is it, how are the ways that we can really practice it and how is it really relevant versus, you know, saying we love ourselves or going through the motions. And so I think it's still a really important topic, even though it's. Well, it's very, yeah. And the other thing too, that just occurred to me as you were talking is like, so many people are talking about self-love and also like self-care. And I feel like conflating those two things and being like, oh, well, you know, if you schedule in like a nice bath every week and you're like drinking a lot of water and whatever, getting massages, then like, woo, self-love, self-care, all of that. And I think what's more interesting to both you and I is all the ways in which self-love is like none of those like ooey gooey things that feel really good. Like sometimes self-love is giving yourself like permission to feel really horrible and like not beat yourself up about it or letting yourself sit in your feelings and not immediately rush to make yourself feel better or distract yourself or yeah I think there are so many ways that we get to love ourselves and get to choose to love ourselves that are not necessarily what you would hear about, I think, in mainstream right. personal development. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, it's taken a long time, I feel like specifically for women to give themselves permission to do the things like the massages and the pedicures and the hot exactly. bath, dropping into that slow down, that feminine, right? It's been a lot of work. And so I think that that's where the self-love movement really began was, hey, give yourself permission to take care of you. And now you and I are really talking about like, taking care of you actually looks a lot different than the hot bath, which I subscribe to basically daily, a hotter bath. But that means nothing if I'm unwilling to hold myself through discomfort, through tears, through, you know, through really looking at myself and taking radical responsibility for the ways that I show up that may not be where I want to go or who I actually want to be anymore. Right. And that is like deep Mm -hmm. self-love. And I really, I have, I have felt that in my own life, a lot of self-love, even in the last year more so has been about doing the hard things, Mm -hmm. like doing the things that are uncomfortable because that is the practice of self-love because that is me holding myself to who I want to be. And it isn't all about like the merry-go-round and rainbows and eating the gummy bears and the ice cream without feeling guilty about it. Yes, that is also part of it, but it's really meeting yourself deeper um, and really excavating 
a lot of who you've been and what is what 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 dirt in that excavation is still serving you, what is old and needs to be, you know, composted in a different way. Um, and so I know if you and I are really passionate about, like you said, feeling our feelings. Mm-hmm. And that is self-love without skipping over and being like, oh, I gotta be positive, or I've gotta and putting pressure on ourselves to be something other than we are in that moment. Exactly. And and I was actually so I I had a, a client call with a woman about emotional eating a couple of days ago, and it inspired this post that I have yet to post, but I wrote down. <laughs> Happens. Uh, yeah. Which is like, what if, what if the things that we think are our worst habits are actually our most radical acts of self-love? Because, for example, like in this person, and I could say for myself, like biting my nails is always something that like bothers me. That is like a habit, a habit that I, I hate, you know, not, not that I hate about myself because obviously I've done a lot of work, um, but a habit that is annoying. And for this other person, it's like, what if, you know, you're using food because you, uh, when you grew up, you were in an unstable environment and food was the thing that you saw, you know, being used in celebration and for comfort and like to grieve when things happened. And what if, by you choosing to use food in those ways was your way of, of nurturing yourself and your way of allowing yourself to feel these feelings and not necessarily just like shove them away, but that's how you gave yourself love. And so it's, it's like getting to the core of these things that don't need to be judged as bad or wrong. They just are. And maybe they're just not serving who you would like to step into and that's okay. But then that's where you kind of get to do the work around that. But it's, I think learning that we get to start at this baseline of everything about you in this moment is okay. Everything is baseline. I don't even want to say good because again, I kind of hate using like the, the good and bad or good versus evil construct. Right. But like every, every part of us is, it's okay. We're all. Well, yeah, it's absolutely okay because it's all, it's all ways in which we created our safety, created this, this feeling Mm -hmm. of I'm going to be loved and I'm not going to be abandoned, right? The core, the core, core wounds Mm -hmm. is all okay because it is all a part of our subconscious programming, those patterns. Mm -hmm. And that is how we got to where we are now. And had we not had those maybe we wouldn't be where we're at and maybe it would be a little bit more dire straits or we don't know. Right. So I love that because it's like when we really take the view, the perspective of when I was a little person, a little girl or a little boy, this is what I learned. This is what I taught myself or learned from society or whatever my caregivers in order to feel okay, to feel good, to feel safe, to feel loved all the, all the core things that we really need then it is okay when you really take that perspective of like that little girl, your client mm-hmm. learn to emotionally eat. It, yeah. It, it and if you live eat. in a chaotic environment and you're trying to just figure out how to give yourself some stability. Yes. It's like all of the ways in which we learn to keep our internal state as like in as much homeostasis as possible. Right. Acknowledging too, like for myself, my homeostasis was 
um, living in a lot of chaos and learning to be calm in that. And, and then recognizing now, right. And part of my self-love journey has been to recognize that I actually get to learn a new homeostasis of it is okay and safe to be calm and calm. Mm-hmm. You don't have to say the calm and the calm. Yeah. The calm and the calm. Like I don't have to subconsciously create a situation in which there's some chaos going on outside of me. And then I'm like, okay, I'm, I can, I'm the calm in the storm all the time. It's like, why can't I just be calm in the non-storms too? Mm-hmm. You know? So it is that self-love is like, okay, well that's okay. Because that was my, that was my world for a long time growing up was the chaos and the storms. Right. And being like, okay, I'm calm and I'm strong in this. And now God, that doesn't actually feel good anymore. <laughs> right? right. And you know, you've been on this journey with me. And so now mm-hmm. it's the really deepening into, I am safe with myself. I am safe and quiet. I am safe on the sunny days. Okay. Uh, you know, and so the, the self-love journey is, is really so deep. And then we can use the practices to really like, I don't know, like what's the word I'm looking for? Like kind of just nurture or hold some of that together. So like the hot bath, right. Or even sometimes the cold mm-hmm. bath, because that is not for me, but for you, that's great. Yeah. So the cold <laughs> bath, you know, I do cold baths, ice baths to help, um, activate my nervous system and hold myself in that activation in discomfort in the discomfort. Yes. And, um, breathe through that and helps, you know, my anxiety and all, I mean, you know, we, there's so much, so many benefits mm-hmm. to it if you're called to it, but then we get to use those practices. My point being is to kind of like nurture the deeper work that we're doing, that we're doing, mm-hmm. you know, and be really soft with ourselves through, through that process. Because as you know, it's not all rainbows and butterflies, but it right. is so beautiful on the other side. Well, and you get this, you get to then choose what other ways in which you get to nurture yourself. What other ways can you feel, get those same feel good feelings or come back to homeostasis or feel very at peace and very comforted, very supported that support the life that you then want to be living moving forward and like everything that you're talking about. And I know for me, like going back to my own childhood, I was very, I was the youngest of a lot of kids and everybody, it was very chaotic in terms of just everybody, you know, doing a lot of things. And, and I think my role was more of being like the peacemaker or the one who like was not a problem, quote unquote, or the one who was like, you know, she was the easy child, you know, and like taking pride and being easy and then feeling like now as an adult, well, what if I'm not easy? What happens if I have an opinion? What happens if I have a voice and I, you know, make some ripples or make some waves? And that has been a fun learning experience for me, especially <laughs> with my parents in the last few years. Yeah. But, but in a way that feels really good and feels like a, a big stretch for me. But like now I know how to hold myself through that and, you know hold myself in, in the voice that I have and in the boundaries I've created. And, you know, that can be a whole other podcast on creating boundaries, which I'm sure it will be. Yes, absolutely. And I, I relate to you in that a lot. Cause that's one thing my mom always said was like, you were such an easy kid, mm-hmm. you know, so easy. And part of me is like, I don't know that I ever thought that I had a choice to be otherwise, you know, right. like 
I don't think that there was an option for me not to be. So I think you and I both identify with that of like, we were not the problem children. And so navigating, like I might rock the boat with my truth, Mm -hmm. actually feeling here. And can I, you know, rock in the rhythm of that as other people are feeling those ripples, but that's their ripples of discomfort, not mine right? Like, yes, I might feel like I'm the creator of it, but am I actually, or is their response, the creator of the ripples? And so really like watching that, watching that big picture of this is uncomfortable. And if I need to get my life jacket on (laughs) in the creation or the response of the ripples, then, then I will, you know, whatever that means for you, right? Like mine is, you know, we both have our different ways of really the Mm -hmm. self-soothing now serving, not in the old ways, right? Like like you notice, like biting your nails. I was a nail biter for way more years of my life than not. Um, but we do, we have all these little ways in which we soothe that are like, maybe that's not, not the greatest, but, um, and I also love that you brought up boundaries. Cause that is such, it is, it's really its own podcast, but that is really, again, going to create ripples and waves in your life that you get to learn how to hold yourself through the discomfort. And the last thing I want to say on all of this for me, so I, not just taking up, you know, just chit-chatting the whole time is that reminding yourself that discomfort is just a feeling. It doesn't mean anything is actually wrong. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I'm feeling that, like those changes and really that deeper self-love and like, Oh, this is uncomfortable. This is sticky. Somebody might be mad at me or whatever is feeling. It's, it's reminding myself that it's actually not bad. It's mm-hmm. just comfortable. Right. 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 And, and learning to distinguish between those things is also its own act of self-love, its own act of love of just, it's like learning to be, you know, which again, we're going to talk about this and sure more and more on every podcast, but like learning to be very, um, just observing in tune with with your thoughts, with your body, with your emotions, with how everything is feeling, what happens when you think something and how does it then, how does that emotion then live in your body? Where does it live? Mm-hmm. And, and being able to kind of look at that and, and see and feel and understand if any of that is even real, like the emotion can be real. The thought oftentimes is not real you know, it's like real in the sense of that you had it, but I guess real and more of the sense of being true or untrue or maybe true for you in the moment. Right. Yeah. And is it just a, a belief that I've held for a long time that I've made to be true versus right. is it a belief that I've held for a long time that I'm deciding maybe there is some not truths to it that maybe, maybe it's not all the way true. Yeah. That I subscribe to this belief because I needed to, and I, you don't even have to know why you needed to, right? right. Like you have to dissect the roots of like why I needed to. It's just, okay, but now I get to remember that beliefs are subscriptions mm-hmm. and I can subscribe at any time while holding my, right? Like you said, really feeling the map within my body and where I'm holding that belief and where the activation is and where I need to really like say, hey, I see you, right? Like I'm so big and I teach my daughter this too. Well, where do you feel it in your body? Mm-hmm. What is it? What is it telling you? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's I'm scared. Maybe it's I don't know if I can do this. Whatever it is, but really being like, okay, I see you, and seeing that part of you 
by actually verbally acknowledging, mm-hmm. okay, I see you insert, you know, emotion, feeling, sensation, right? You um, versus, like you said earlier, you know, pivoting to the positive too soon. Right, right. Um, I started laughing or I, I got an idea when you were talking about like how all of these beliefs are just subscriptions and how, you know, there's a, there's that app that I always get. Um, I always get it on Instagram. That is a targeted ad to me where it's like, Hey, um, here's just this one app where you can go through all of your subscriptions and like unsubscribe from, you know, which ones you don't want to be paying for or like whatever, you know, I'm like, wouldn't that be so nice to just just like have an app that's like, hmm, do I want to unsubscribe from like all of these beliefs? Yes. We're just going to like click that button off and then that's done and let's move on. Oh, I wish it were. I wish it were. Yes. <laughs> the human psyche is so much more complex. <laughs> so much more complex. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, so, thing, oh, go ahead. Now, one thing I was going to say too, um, because I feel like we could go down in this rabbit hole of talking about like how to identify feelings and all of that stuff. But I just, I was thinking about, I mean, when we had had talked about this theme of self-love and talking about this, one of the things that came up for me was when I was really, I even started with this journey. Yeah, I was, I was. Okay. So I kind of started on my personal development journey. And I remember um, it was, I think, Christmas night and I was at my grandma's house. And I remember, and I'd just broken up with my, you know, long-term boyfriend of five years. And I remember just laying in bed thinking to myself how like silly things, like, well, whatever, they are what they are. But thinking, oh my God, it's going to be like, am I ever going to, am I ever going to fall, like fall in love again? And it was so much easier because I had always, you know, when I was out, you know, I'd be out or whatever without him. And I feel like, you know, how guys can just like tell if you have a boyfriend and whenever you're like with somebody else, that's like when they flock to you and you're like, no, no, I don't have like, I don't have time or space for you, whatever. I'm with somebody else. And then when, when you're single, sometimes it can feel like crickets. (laughs) I know. Yes, I'm single right now. And I, I agree. <laughs> They're like, I feel crooked. So many crooked. But they make and beautiful music. <laughs> <they do. laughs> um, but I was thinking, I was laying there thinking, oh my God, how, like, it's so much easier to, it's, it feels so much easier to find love. Like when you already have it, you know, when you already have the thing, it's so, it feels so much easier to attract that. And I got this, voice in my head that was just, you know, wasn't mine. It was, it was, I feel like the first time I really heard, you know, voice of intuition, voice of like angels, guides come in being like, but what if you were the one who already loved you? Cause I was like, it's so much easier when you already have someone who loves you. And they were like, well, what if you were the one who already loved you? And I was like, well, that is a fucking novel concept. <laughs> well, what a mind bender. <laughs> what? I love this because this goes into the depths of self-love of where are you looking for somebody else to fulfill for you exactly. that you're not giving yourself? Mm-hmm. And that is the creating the safety within yourself of like, okay, I was putting my power over here, my energy over here, and, and 
you know, either subconsciously or outwardly consciously blaming this person for not being able to fulfill this. But have I actually even tried to give that to myself? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like so many, I think so many women are oftentimes like, you know, when it comes to dating or it comes to being in relationships and they're always so concerned with how their partner is feeling about something or if it's something that their partner is going to be okay with. And, and I, you know, have to call it back to, okay, it's great that you're, that you're wanting to be a good partner here, but what do you think about this? Is this person even the kind of person that you want to be with? Who cares if they, if they don't like you, do you even like them? Like, are they even the kind of partner that you want to be with? Are they even, did they even have any or all of the qualities or whatever? And just taking it back to, okay, no, what do I actually want for myself? What am I looking to create for myself in my life? Not even just in relationships, but with any relationship that you're in. Yeah. Relationship with job, with money, with success, with career. Yes. All of friendships, sisterhoods. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Am, do I like who I have to be in order to maintain this relationship? It does exactly. It, am I making myself small or am I, am I making myself less? Yes. And am yeah. I molding and I, and I, am I bending to try to understand to become somebody different, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that, that self-betrayal becomes really loud when you be, let yourself be really honest and also let yourself walk through the fires of potentially being very alone for a while. When you no longer allow yourself to betray yourself, people will fall away and it will get lonely. Or I don't even want to say, I haven't experienced loneliness in a long time as I you know, walked through the fires of my last 18 months of a lot of aloneness, mm-hmm. but it is a, there is a, an alone energy around it, but not lonely because the depths of which you hold yourself and that's that real self-love, like you and I are talking about authentic, raw, unfiltered mm-hmm. self-love straight from God, straight from the earth, straight from, you mm-hmm. know, like there's, there's no cleaning it up because it's so raw that, that, that loneliness dissipates, but it is, you know, it's a journey of like, okay, some fire, you know, some things are getting burnt down or a lot of things. Well, and you know, like you're saying, people will fall away, but you will actually find yourself probably maybe for the first time. So it might feel, I don't know, it might feel lonely as if the people who are not really meant to be in your circle are no longer there. And that is a different kind of discomfort because as part of the human experience, we want to be social and part of groups and part of things. And it's not saying that you need to like get rid of all of your friends. It's just God, again, like back to boundaries, like holding, holding the, you know, your circle open for only the people of the highest, like who are going to help you and you help them be kind of the best versions of yourself and putting yourself in relationship to people only with like the highest standards in that way. And recognizing when you, when you do feel that distortion, that, that, you know, that messy, that kind of muddy energy, it doesn't mean the other person or experience is bad. It's just not, it's just not meshing with your reality, your experience and the way that your soul would like it to, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's like, I, you know, I met you right before, right before 
kind of during, like at the very beginning of so much of my life burning down and losing a lot of people. And so I want to remind people too, that like, as things are burning and as you mm-hmm. are unwilling to betray yourself and your truth, and you're willing to walk through the, that forest solo, you find other people, you know, like my Abby, you know, you find <laughs> these people that are like, Hey, do you mind if I walk with you for a while? And let's talk about mm-hmm. the flowers and the birds and, Oh man, there's the whole forest up here burnt down. You're like, yeah. You know? So it's like, you find, or they're delivered to you. You don't even find them. Mm-hmm. They're there. You know, they're, they've been on the path all along waiting for you to take that right or that left on the, on the path that is really of your, your highest, healthiest good. It's just right. leaving behind the comfort zone in order to do, to, to become that and to walk that. Right. And, you know, again, this could be, well, this will be a whole other podcast just on energetics of things, but <laughs> it's like when you're the energetic of who you're holding space for, who you're holding, like the energetic of the blueprint of the kind of person that you'll allow into your field, mm-hmm. those people will then start to come into your field and other people will just naturally fall away because you just yeah. don't have, you don't have space in, in your zone for them anymore. And it yeah. just is how it is. And it becomes less about them being bad or good and just, yeah. more, okay, Different. that's not, yeah. not for me. And maybe they served you well and taught you a lesson at some point in your life. And then you get to move on and you both get to move on. Yeah. And also I'm not for them and that doesn't make me bad or better or worse or anything. Yeah. It's just, it just is. And, you know, also when you personalize it, it's another layer of self-love of like, okay, I'm personalizing this and how can I pull back my projections or whatever I'm feeling and, and nurture what I most need. But it really becomes this beautiful trust of life leading mm-hmm. bring you exactly what you need, when you need it, who you need, all of the things. And your job is to continually tune into yourself, nurture yourself and take the next. Yeah. And create the standards around what you are available for. Yes. And those and- experiences are then going to be, you'll be guided to, they'll be delivered to you. And, and you will go for it over and over. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you not a one-time to, decision. No, you watched me have to have to decide again. Like, okay, this is my okay because just because we create a standard and a boundary, we're then going to get the opportunity to to That's become it. who we said we were becoming. Yeah. Right? And so that is like sitting in the discomfort of like, this has to be a no because I know that this crosses the boundaries, but it's really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So we get opportunities to, to fall back into old patterns and it doesn't make us right or wrong. It just gives us more practice or, yeah. or sit in the discomfort of like, Oh, okay, this is, I'm no longer available for this. And so if I say yes to this, then I'm sending mixed messages, not only to myself, but to the world and mm-hmm. we get to decide. Yeah. And taking it back to our original topic of self-love, this <laughs> I mean, this is, I feel like the true depths of what it means in reality is choosing every day who you want to be, what you're available for, that regardless of like how it all goes, you are going to sit sit with yourself, love yourself, nurture yourself through it, even if you fuck it up because we all do. We're all going to like do stupid shit. And, and is it stupid? It might feel stupid to your human brain, but maybe it was the lesson you needed to learn. And just like allowing all of the things to flow through you and you to flow through it while continually making the choice of what you want and who you want to be. 
Yes. And, and yeah. And choosing yourself. Yeah. And that's not bad. No. Yourself is so good. So good. (laughs) Oh, good. So good. And it's just Uh, uncomfortable in the beginning and it's still uncomfortable. I mean, there's times that, that even now I'm like, is a little bit, you know, quote unquote selfish, but is this what's going to fill my cup to be able to then fill others? Exactly. Um, and if the answer is yes, then it is no longer self selfish from the negative way that we've learned of the definition of selfish, you know, it's, it's Mm -hmm. it's actually really nurturing. So then I have my natural nurture in me doesn't feel empty. My natural nurture actually gets to expand and like water all the things around me from a place of like, oh my God, this is so joyful. Because exactly. Is, I was like joy. My, yeah. This is my natural state, you know, whereas if I just, if we don't listen, we're, we're really doing it from the emptiness that we know that creates resentment. And there's a whole ripple effect and just an opportunity for us to get back in alignment if we fall back into those pleasing patterns. But yeah, you know, I think you and I are making it really clear that we could just talk about this subject for like five more episodes. I know. I just had a vision of you just like, like kind of um, walking, not even walking, but like skipping around like a yard with like a watering can and just like, just watering little like sparkles of water on like different areas of your life and different people and being like, see, and this is what it looks like. This is great, you know, graphic. <laughs> gonna, gonna just let it spray all over myself and then I'm gonna fill it up and water everything around me. I like that visual though. It's true. You know, it's true. Yeah. That's the way it gets to be. It is. So I think this was a good, a good um takeoff point of self-love. <laughs> getting started. It's a good takeoff on this. And we've dived into several other topics that we should go into in more depth. Yeah. But I think that, you know, the foundations of what it is are obviously very covered in this, in this episode. And so, you know, let us know, share with us, like, what are your favorite ways to practice self-love or what have you learned about yourself in the process? And also if you'd like to hear more, you know, drop us yeah, what, on what you want to hear and talk about and want us to go deeper into. Yeah. And if you want to share your journey with it, we'd love to hear it too. Yes, absolutely. So, okay. Well, this is so much fun and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you loved this episode, write us a review and let us know. See you next week. And until then, here's to loving all parts of you and leaving none of you behind.